You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan in person together. There's no one else here because PD is actually driving from Bemidji, Minnesota to Des Moines, Iowa. Sounds like a thrilling adventure. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Midwest uh, offers a lot of scenery. Yes. Hey, a cornfield. Yes. Some well, trees. Like cornfield. I mean, there's trees. There are trees, yes. So that's trees. that's good for him. So Lots of flat land. He, he might make an appearance. He might not. Don't expect don't expect too much from that. But Wow. That's... Don't expect too much from PD. <laughs> 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 he, he has nothing to offer us today. <laughs> Just oh, absolutely God. roasting oh. him early. Anyway, um, Leah, what's that sitting next to you? By the way, what is, what is so that? So this is my bottle of Heinz ketchup. Not Heinz, not not a is that Spencer, a not a sponsor. Like industrial size. This is one of like three ketchup bottles in my fridge. For some reason, I have so many ketchup bottles at you home. You don't combine them. I don't. Okay. Um, and I brought this because later in the show, everyone stay tuned. Later in the show, we will be doing a burger taste test of fast casual joints around the valley. You know at least two now. Yes, have. we have for sure. We have Smashburger and our intern David, shout out to David, is literally David Rodish, yeah. like driving around Phoenix getting us burgers. <laughs> like, really not so the way it you, operates here with our interns. What did you learn on your internships? <laughs> I was going to say, that's the most classic, like, go get us burgers, intern. <laughs> we're that's not how we treat David. And we're oh, buying him lunch. Man. I just want you to yeah, know. Yeah, we're buying him lunch. Yeah, it, big shout out to David. David, for David doing this. Off, the offers reason, a lot to this Can we explain network. this? The reason we have to do this? Yes, explain. The fast casual places, most of them don't open until 1030 or 11. We're obviously going live at 11, so it's hard for us yes. to pick up our own we're not. We're not just being divas. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I usually am. I do have two pillows today, by the way. <laughs> so Where's your pillow? I like my posture better today. This is helping me. But yeah, we don't force our interns to buy burgers on most days. <laughs> on most days, that yeah. is. But anyway, yeah. so we'll get to that later in the show. That could get a little crazy and messy and on the subject of crazy and messy and disastrous <laughs> that's literally what we're going to talk about today because there's a lot of disasters going on not just in the nhl but in hockey in general so we're kind of just gonna you know do some some heavy and dark stuff and then some light <laughs> stuff so wow. why not 
Yeah. Most of that stuff's happening north of the border. So. Yes. Well, Canada is yeah. kind of a disaster. We'll get to all of that in a little, but let's start out with the NHL. And okay. let's we have to talk about the Calgary Flames. <sighs> We've kind of been saving this all week. What the heck is going on? Johnny Gaudreau decides not to return to the Calgary Flames. They offer him the most money in the most years. He says, no, I'm going to go to mm, the Columbus Blue Jackets. So it's not like, you know, the Colorado Avalanche, Stanley Cup contender, New Jersey by his hometown. No, Columbus. So that's kind of a kick in the stomach for yeah. Calgary Flames fans. And then this week, Matthew Kachuk let the team know that he won't sign long term. A trade is likely. Restricted the, free agent right now. Yes, the other face of that franchise. Yeah. And he could be gone too. So this team went from having an um, winning the division in the regular season going to the second round of the NHL playoffs, and now this. Yeah, to probably not being a playoff team if you're losing, and you are losing both those guys. It, I guess it depends on the return for Matthew Kachuk, what you get, whether you're looking more toward the future, which is hard for Calgary because they still have some pieces like Elias Lindholm, like Noah Hannafin, and some really good prospects ready to come up. So can you really go full rebuild? It's a really Difficult situation for general manager Brad Tree Living. <laughs> friend of the program. <laughs> friend of the program. And this one's hit him hard because, as you mentioned, they they did everything they could to keep Goudreau. Yeah. They, they made him the best offer possible. You've, you've basically got two American kids who don't want to play in Calgary. Yeah. It hurts. Sorry, it hurts. But it, it's the truth. Yeah. They want to come back to the States. Goudreau, at least, you know, listening to his wife as well, wants to be closer to home. I mean, his wife's pregnant, due yeah, in September. Yeah, we thought they were going to go to New Jersey. Yeah. And that was apparently the case until the 11th hour. Yeah. And Columbus somehow. I, I still don't get Columbus as a choice because yeah. it's not that close to New I Jersey. Will, so I did. So he did do an interview this week on Spit and Chicklets. And he yeah. said, I, he said that he didn't want to deal with being in his kind of hometown and having everyone bombarding him all the time for tickets and just the in and out of his house and that sort of thing. And Columbus, it's close enough. It's an hour flight. It's, you know, a, a drive, but, you know, you drivable, like yeah, six hours, he said. And that was like the perfect kind of happy medium for them where they're still close enough to family, but not so close that they're getting asked for tickets every night and people are showing up to their front door. So that was kind of his explanation, which I thought was interesting. It's interesting. And then you add in the element of, do you want to win? Which team was closer to winning, Calgary or Columbus? I know Columbus has made some moves yeah. this offseason, but does anyone really look at the Columbus Blue Jackets and say, oh, yeah, that's a cup contender? No. I mean, this is somebody, his nickname is Johnny Ham and Cheese because he would only eat ham and cheese sandwiches in college. He wouldn't eat sushi. His favorite character on Friends is Ross. By the way, that's a huge issue. So I don't know. He kind of sounds like someone who doesn't like to take a lot of big risks. So maybe just somewhere that's comfortable out of the spotlight. I can I hear David Schwimmer's voice because I think of Madagascar because I watched all these uh, these movies with my kids, the animated movies, and he was the giraffe. <laughs> Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Johnny. Bad choice. Sorry. Off, but let's keep going. Off the rails. Anyway, yeah, it's really interesting. And then I saw this tweet from John Scott yesterday, of course, former Arizona yes. Coyote John Scott. Um, and he <laughs> tweeted. Oof, use that loosely. Yeah. I hope Leafs fans are watching this Calgary situation and realizing <laughs> that this is a glimpse into their future. Oh, boy. Austin Matthews. Americans playing in Canada, wanting to go back to the States. Matthew Kachuk has been rumored to possibly 
be traded to St. Louis, his hometown. I mean, dad works for the Blues. His dad works for the Blues. So I don't know. This is just maybe a, I really I thought that was he kind of hit the nail on the head there for Toronto. Clock's ticking. Yep. Clock's ticking on Austin Matthews. Pretty soon he'll be playing at ASU. Uh, Albert said, are Columbus Blue Jackets with Johnny Hockey ahead of the Flames without him and Kachuk? Wait, say that again. Are the Blue Jackets with Johnny Gaudreau ahead of the Flames without Gaudreau and Kachuk? <sighs> Probably. Although, Although the Eastern Flames Conference. the Flames play in a much better, easier division than yeah, Columbus. Yeah, that's that's the thing. that's the big yeah. difference. Maker. And, and again, what what comes back for Kachuk? What what's the return? That's true. Is it, we, we don't is know it, yet. Are, are we looking for current assets? And and by the way, why would a team make that move for current assets? Right? If you're if you're adding Kachuk to like get over the top, which is presumably what what St. Louis would do, are you really going to give up a Jordan Cairo? You know, is that the, is that the direction you want to go yeah, when he's know. blossoming himself and more cost effective and I, I don't know I don't know what the Blues are thinking here I don't know what these other teams are thinking and I, I don't know if the Flames are thinking okay let's just let's build for the future it's it's going to be hard to do right yeah with the pieces they have but I suppose if they make that decision if they look at their situation say without Gaudreau and Kachuk doesn't matter we can't add enough to be contenders maybe they move Elias Lindholm at the deadline maybe they move Hannafin at the deadline maybe they they just tear it down and acquire a lot of assets and then yeah. we have Yet another team in yeah, the Connor Bedard Charles, sweepstakes. Charles said a new challenger appears in the Bedard sweepstakes. Um, and this makes me more and more grateful, given the current situation the Coyotes are in, that the Coyotes are in the Central Division for the sake of trying to lose. Yeah. Because the Pacific Division, it's like wide open now. Mm-hmm. Wide open. And, and there's so many reasons why the Coyotes being in the Central is horrible. And it will especially feel that way in a few years. But right now... Kind of a good situation in terms of the Bedard. If we're talking about the Bedard sweepstakes, it's a good position to be in. Yeah, yeah. I just, I feel badly for Bradshaw. I know. Because, listen, I'm not going to share my conversation with him, but this is tough, right? You yeah. do everything you can yeah. to keep these pieces. and It's, then, not, really, it's not his not, fault, really. No, it's, it's yeah. not in your control. And there are people that could say that, oh, they should have signed Chuck to a longer deal a while back. But you, you don't know all the details yeah. of the negotiation. Yeah. And, and was was this ever a specter before? Did you ever have a sense that this was a possibility? That both of your guys were just going to bail on you? What can you do? Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. That's free agency, right? Yeah. So I don't know. The situation has really taken a turn in Calgary. It's, it's been it's really interesting. Yeah. And it's, it's more to come because we'll see what unfolds with Kachuk this summer. Oh, um, but looking at wider Canada. Yes. Yeah, so things are not going well in Canada. And let me just give right now, honestly, like I'm going to give a content warning. Like if you want to fast forward through this segment, the time code is in the description of this video and in right. the podcast. Especially if you're Canadian. Yeah. But things are there's a lot of bad shit <laughs> happening in Canada. Like I don't I can't sugarcoat it. Um, let's start with keeping in Alberta the allegations against Daryl Katz, who is one of the owners of the Edmonton Oilers. And again, content warning. So a filed U.S. civil lawsuit uh, claims Daryl Katz, who's the billionaire owner of the Oilers, paid an underage girl for sex, which Ballerina. is so disturbing. So icky, so icky. So Don't want to horrible. talk about it anymore. Nope. Yuck. And if it's true, I mean, he like he should not be an owner. Goodbye. Uh, and what does that to do to prison. the Oilers? And... Goodbye. Okay. Blech. Horrible. And there's Hockey Canada. And then Hockey Leah Canada. Leah gets to deliver all the bad news. I just queue it up. Yeah. Uh, again, content warning. So the, 
there's been a lot going on with Hockey Canada, if you've been following along. Um, in April, a woman filed a lawsuit against Hockey Canada, the Canadian Hockey League, and eight unnamed CHL players, including those who represented Canada at the World Juniors in 20, I think it was 2017 or 18? 2018. 2018. Yeah. Um, and... Hockey Canada, that that suit was actually settled, but Hockey Canada announced they were reopening the investigation. It's not been heard in a court of law. And then, and then today, Hockey Canada released a statement um, saying, yesterday evening, Hockey Canada learned of an alleged group sexual assault from 2003 involving members of the 0203 National Junior Team after being contacted by Rick Westhead, who's an re- amazing reporter for TSN, TSN yeah. and with the disturbing details of the incident and Hockey Canada had a paragraphs long statement. You can read it um, on their Twitter account or on their website, but just saying that they're going to participate fully in the investigation. They've reached out to the Halifax police, which is where the world juniors were that year to reopen this investigation. Really, really, really dark, heavy, horrible stuff that I hate talking about, but it's a huge thing going on right now. And we, we have, we kind of have to talk about it. So And I mean, these investigations are going to continue. Obviously, the reporting will continue. More outlets will get on this, develop sources, more information will come out, and we'll see if names come out here. Um, Yeah, it's on on the prior Hockey Canada story. You you know, you mentioned that it's eight unnamed players, but the list of possibilities is dwindling as more and more players come out and say, "I was not a part of this." And Connor Timmins, Connor Timmins was one one of of the players. I reported that. Yes, you know. But yeah, a lot more, right? Is it eight? Is it nine now? I can't even remember the number. But when you when you start crossing off the names of the players that were possibly involved in that, it's it's a much shorter list now. Yeah. So it's got to be <laughs> they're going to come out. They always come out. This information always comes out, and it's just a it's just a stain on hockey canon. Of course, that fun that they had to pay off uh, sexual misconduct lawsuits like from player registration. Wow, now they're not going to oh, they've announced that they're not gonna do that anymore. Hey, good idea. You never should have done it in the first place. There's so much bad stuff happening with Hockey Canada right now. I can't even imagine being an official with even if you're if you're not part of it, if you didn't know about it, if you weren't in any way related to it, you're still stained by your association with Hockey Canada right now. Yeah. It's just a it's those are two ugly words right it's now. It's just it's just awful. And I mean, I just hope that more stuff doesn't come out. I hope this wasn't a bigger issue. It's horrible that it is. It's horrible that this is part of the, it, and it, it reflects badly on hockey as a whole because the culture, the hockey culture, and and it's changing and evolving and supposedly getting better. But I mean, I just feel so horribly for these people who had to endure this. And I really hope like they can get their peace and, you know, be okay. But yeah. it's just, it's just horrible. It's just horrible for the I don't, sport. I don't want to be remotely Pollyanna-ish in, in this instance because all of these allegations are incredibly serious. It's incredibly important that we you know, explore them all to their fullest and there is justice meted out. But don't bury the whole sport because of it. No. When you say hockey culture is it's rotten. No, there are a lot no, of good parts of no. hockey culture. Again, I, I just get bothered by arguments that are that lack nuance, right? Yeah. There are a lot of good people in hockey. There yeah. are a lot of good things happening yes. in hockey. So don't don't bury the entire sport because of this yes. stuff. But let's take a hard look at this and try to make sure that this kind of garbage is eliminated. Yeah, and from I think it's game. and I think it's okay to put this in the spotlight and confront it because you're Absolutely. only gonna improve hockey as a whole if you kind you kind of have to open the wounds and 
you know, bring that's how everything heals. So you can't move forward unless you confront the worst parts. Yep. Um, and and it's not. This isn't. Unfortunately, this isn't just hockey. It's sport. Every sport probably. That's and the it's, other thing. And right? it's not just sports. It's yeah. life, and it's horrible, and it's a horrible aspect of life. But I think it's a step in the right direction that at least Hockey Canada now is not doing their quiet hush funds anymore and it's like let's just fully participate open in the light and as horrible as this is for everyone to have to endure and go through and read about it's a, it's important it's the only way we're gonna move forward and hopefully completely eliminate stuff like this from ever happening again yeah so i mean at least canada has a, a national airline that's operating at full capacity and uh, um, you know telecommunications and a, and a company that, oh, i'm sorry did i go at least Canada Just has Canada maybe consider closing and then rebranding after a certain amount of time. Just have you down. tried turning it off and turning it back yeah, on exactly. again? Reboot. <laughs> oh Oof. Lord. Yeah. So sorry to get a little dark there, especially on a Friday, but it is, you know, important stuff going on. So uh it's important to touch on it and we'll keep tabs on how those investigations continue and unfold and, you know, if any Coyotes or former Coyotes are announced to be involved. Yeah, I got to look at another roster and find out. Yep. So just really disturbing stuff. So just it's it's really, really gross. Um, Okay. (laughs) Table that. We're done with that. Done with Canada. Done with Canada. And we're still going to talk about messes. Not necessarily messes, but just things that are sticky situations, weird situations. I don't know how to characterize this one. So I might be mischaracterizing it leading into it. Sorry. But hometown. Eddie Olchek is leaving the Chicago Blackhawks. He spent 16 years with Chicago as a color commentator, and he's heading to Seattle to join their broadcast team. His brother is the assistant general manager there, so there's a personal connection. He's also the lead game analyst for TNT right now, so has you know kind of his hands in a few places. But he said uh, to The Athletic, it was not an easy decision, but Chicago's home. It'll always be home. I just felt like I needed to take a step back and pursue other opportunities that presented it is hard to imagine Blackhawk broadcasts. I'm going to go off on a, go. a, a riff here for a while. Go for um, it. Where's the, I, where's I, the I grew up on this team, yeah. and I think people know by now that Eddie and I grew up together. I played with Eddie. Um, it's hard to imagine Blackhawk games without Pat Foley and without Eddie Olchek. I understand why the Blackhawks made the decision to move on from Pat Foley, you know, with the you know, he was, he's retiring. Yeah, and it's, it really wasn't that. But, <laughs> oh, the cowbell is here. <laughs> we need it. I'll, I'll need that in a moment. But here's the thing. And, and I think some some writers in Chicago have already noted this. The Blackhawks are going through a rebuild. They're still dealing with the fallout from the Kyle Beach scandal, another really ugly situation. <sighs> They're going through a horrible rebuild right now. They arguably should have started three years ago because they've been god-awful for the past five years anyway. Um, but they've just been holding on, or in particular, Stan Bowman was holding on to this idea that they could still be contenders when everybody knew that they weren't. But anyway, let's let's clear that. This is my clearing for the Blackhawks. <laughs> when you're coming out of that sort of scandal and you're trying to remake the image of your franchise, which which this franchise had to do not that long ago, when when Dollar Bill Wirtz still owned the team. Um, you need a trusted person, a familiar person, a people, a, a, a guy that that Chicago fans love to shepherd you through that process. Not not just the Kyle Beach candle, but the rebuild to keep you invested in the Blackhawks. 
Is there a better guy out there than Eddie Olchek, who is arguably the best analyst in the game? That's why he has the national roles that he has. So when they bring in a young play-by-play man to replace Pat Foley and they announce a five-year deal, isn't your next move to announce a five-year extension for Ed Olchek if you want to keep him around? Well, that didn't happen. So that was the first sign that maybe the new team president just wanted to clear and go young, which is fine in some ways, but it doesn't work as an across-the-board methodology. You've heard some things about what happened with Eddie Olchek and why he's going to Seattle. Here's what happened. They lowballed him with an offer that was a massive pay cut over what he was making. They offered him two years with... uh, after that, after their TV deal with their, their local deal um, expires, they offered him options for the years after that. So basically they said, oh, it's a five-year deal. But no, it, it, it was two years guaranteed. And after that, we'll see what happens. You can't help but thinking that Eddie looked at that and said, the writing's on the wall for me. They're forcing me out. I'm going to be gone in two years. So they're going to clean house. So what happens? The Blackhawks grant Seattle permission to talk to Eddie about a role there, which is another sign that, hey, you know, don't you just step in and say, no, we're going to lock him up. We, we, we have to have Eddie Elchek. He's a critical piece of this franchise. No, they didn't do that. So Seattle gets the chance to talk to him. And now it all comes down to this. When when, when you're basically your, your franchise is telling you, yeah, thanks for all your years of service, but you're really not important to us anymore. We're going to cut your pay. We're going to not guarantee you beyond two years. And, and honestly, also, I mean, Eddie's always wanted to be in hockey operations. That has been his dream. It hasn't happened in in any place in the league. I don't know if that could happen at some point in Seattle with his brother being there, but I just think, you know, when he says it was time for a fresh start, that's all the backdrop to this. It was an ugly situation. I can't believe the Blackhawks let him walk away. There are a lot of things happening with that franchise. Cal Davidson is the GM, and he will be the fall guy. When this doesn't go right, you know, when there are 6,000 fans in the seats at at the UC for the next three years, he'll be the fall guy, not the new team president. But you you better be taking a hard look at the team president as well for some of these decisions. This is a bad, bad decision to let Ed Olchek walk. It's a terrible decision. They needed him for this franchise. And now they've basically, in my opinion, gone back to before Rocky Wirtz took over and rebranded this whole franchise They won the three cups. Everybody loved the Blackhawks. They're back to a situation where they're going to have terrible crowds at the stadium. They don't care about their history. They don't care about their traditions. That's what they're basically telling people with all these moves. We're just going to clean house and start over. Okay, you can do that in some respects, but you still have to care about your history. You can't throw out your history and all of your traditions, and that's what they're doing. You're done. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is crazy what's happening there. And, and you look at two teams who are rebuilding on the ice, Chicago and Arizona, but you look at the approach that Arizona has taken. You know, they they brought in a new coach and a new GM and all those things. But I do feel like at least with the Coyotes, there's an element of, you know, they and we'll see what happens with Shane Doan. I don't mean to put you on the spot with that one, but, you know, Shane Doan's contract with the team ended this year so will he be back with the team next year we'll see because that can kind of sway how i feel about the situation i do feel like at least and then arizona the coyotes have a lot of ugly history in other ways but not the sort of ugly that chicago has that sort of baggage um so 
honestly, like looking at the league as a whole, we talked about what's happening in Calgary. We talked about Chicago. Like, I don't think the Arizona Coyotes have the worst situation in the NHL. No, I would agree with you there. But you're right. I mean, you can't let Shane Doan walk away. You can't you can't let him walk away. You have to care about your traditions. You have to keep connections to the past and you have to acknowledge how much he has meant to this franchise. I mean, there are a handful of people where I can confidently say if that person's not around, neither are the Coyotes, and Shane Doan is one yeah, of those absolutely. guys. So question. recognize all of that. Recognize how important he is to this community, and do not let him walk away. Do whatever it takes. Do not let Shane Doan walk away. And if they don't let him walk away, then I think that is the thing that's going to set the Coyotes apart from all of these other teams that are going through yep. gross rebuilds and gross yeah. house cleanings so God. okay i feel dirty how's let's, david doing with our burgers yeah let's <laughs> our burgers are hopefully on the way we'll get that off let's transition let's get out of this yucky talk and let's show it throw it over to sean where sean's going to be the palate cleanser because sean has a DraftKings pick of the week and he has to tell us what he is doing tonight and we need to ask him some oh, questions yeah, yeah about we have that. some follow-up questions so sean there. DraftKings pick of the week. Let's do you want the, the pick of the week first or do you want the story first? Let's go with the pick of the week. Okay. And then so, uh, we'll dive into your story. You'll understand, I guess, why I'm making this pick once we get into the story. Um, but my pick, it's actually going to be a little bit of a parlay. Um, I, well, no, I'm not going to get complicated because I can't give you the odds right now. I'm just going to go um, Arizona Diamondbacks minus one and a half to win tonight by at least two runs plus 130. I think the Diamondbacks are going to win tonight. They're playing... I believe former Diamondback Patrick Corbin, who is not good at all. He has like a f- damn near five ERA um, against Zach Gallen. Uh, the Nationals are one of the worst, if not the worst team in baseball, which is saying something because they're playing the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, but I, I just think the D-backs are going to win tonight. Maybe I was going to parlay it with a Juan Soto home run, get a Soto home run, and the Nationals still lose. But I'm going D-backs minus one and a half at plus 130. Okay. That's the DraftKings of the weekend, Sean. You will be there to watch this game, right? I'm yeah. Probably, yeah. I'm, I'm considering going to the game by myself tonight. Wait, wait, wait what? I'm con- <laughs> yeah, I'm considering going to the game by myself tonight. By yourself? Yes. It wouldn't be the first time that I've gone to a baseball game by myself. Do you like attending baseball games by yourself? Yes, it's super relaxing. I It was a few years ago that I, it was uh, July 4th, actually, and I took I worked at a hotel, so I got a free hotel room, and I took my mom's car, and I drove up to Toronto. For the night, watch the Red Sox play the, the Blue Jays. Had a couple beers in like the 500 section and just kind of hung out. It's a, it's super relaxing. You can kind of just vibe. I plan on also eating a hot dog for every inning of the game tonight. So I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna eat nine that hot dogs. Sounds super on brand for you. Do yeah. you put ketchup on your hot dogs? Yeah, of course. I go ketchup, mustard, relish, onions if it's available. I do it all. Wow. I, I and listen, baseball by yourself is super relaxing. Like you just because it's one of those things where you don't really have to like tune into the game. I can get up and leave at any point if I want. I can just I can have an AirPod in, listen to music, do stuff on my phone, and I get to bet. So I get to uh, it'll keep me a little interesting, a little engaged. Yeah, you know it's fun. Okay, uh, I'm not against it. I think it's I think it's a good use of time. I have nothing better to do tonight. So Are you, do you talk like do you scream or when when you're at baseball games? Like By myself? Get, yeah. No. Just I, keep quiet. I might get throw a little clap if something crazy happens, but I might throw up my hands if the wave comes around. But otherwise, okay. I'm, I'm just kind of keeping myself, eating my hot dogs, drinking do, a beer. Do small children hide behind their mom's skirts when they see you at, at games? <laughs> no. I, listen. I, no. No. I 
I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I, I'm a great baseball fan because I one of my favorite parts of getting going to baseball games is getting a baseball and giving it to a kid to make oh, their day. Look at that. And if I if I'm by myself, I don't have any pressure to give it to like my girlfriend or one of my friends or something. I can just give it away to a kid. That was our clearing. That's what we there need. Yeah, to, we to did. Clear all that garbage that we just talked the, about. The comments are mixed because people are saying it sounds really relaxing and nice, which I agree. And I would even go to a hockey game by myself. Like I just like watching hockey that much that I don't really care if I'm with anyone. But people are saying it could be a little boring. That's the point. That's why, again, going to yourself, it, you could if it gets boring, you just leave. Or you walk around the park, go to like one of the in-stadium bars, something like that. But like the and thing about – Yeah, and drink alone. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> but I mean, you're not drinking alone if you're in a stadium with thousands yeah, of people. Yeah, but the, the thing about baseball as opposed to like hockey or something is that like hockey is so high energy so that being there alone might be a little uncomfortable for me. Baseball, especially at Chase Field – if I want to, I can go sit in the top row with no one within like 300 That's yards true. of me and just hang out. And like then Bob Uecker. Yeah, exactly. So are you drinking alone if you drink at a bar at a stadium? Like if you go to a bar by yourself, are you <laughs> no, drinking alone? I'll definitely be drinking alone. drinking alone. That's drinking alone. That's drinking alone. But you're still around people. So what's, what's That's the drinking cutoff? alone. Yeah. I think, mm, yeah. If you, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you have thoughts on this? Where, where's the cutoff? Uh, no, I are think, you drinking alone? I think you have to like – yeah, I think you're drinking alone at that point. You have to be like either go there with the person or like start engaging in a conversation yeah. and like if you like meet some people and then you you know you're no longer drinking alone. Yeah, yeah but, you but you go you... initially, you're drinking alone. Okay. Yeah, like I'm going alone. If I were to like end up seeing somebody that I know and I start sitting with them and drinking, then then I'm drinking with somebody. But I'm going there with the intention of drinking and eating nine hot dogs alone. <laughs> Nine hot dogs. Nine, yes. nine Have you done that before? No. I, I think my record at a game is like five. So it's definitely a pretty big step up. But I saw someone that on TikTok that ate 18 hot dogs. <gasps> they ate a hot dog for every half inning. And at the end of it, he was have, getting like meat sweats. Like it was terrible. I don't think I could do that. So we'll see how the nine hot dogs go. <laughs> I literally. We're back no, in I think happy I've heard land. That and that now we're like. Twice, but what, what, is, what do meat You just eat so like? much meat that it makes you sweat. I don't, I don't. It's not much more to it than that. Okay. I uh, I could never eat eighteen hot dogs at once. I, I think nine probably will be my max. But the thing is, is that Derek on the uh, like, Derek and, and the D backs crew has given me such like the last time we went to a, a game as a as a group, I had like five or six hot dogs. Um, and so it's become like kind of a, a thing for Derek specifically. So now I feel like I have a, a reputation to uphold. Um, and as Josh said, <laughs> I'm going to go straight glizzy goblin mode. <laughs> Sean the glizzy gobbler. Wait, I, I just have to really ask something really quick. So I just heard from David on his journey. So he has in and out and he has uh, Shake Shack. Yeah. Should he stop at Five Guys or should we have him just get here? Probably should just get here. Yeah. We'll have to do Five Guys another day. Five Guys is good, but. Five Guys is good. So that, that's the update on the burgers. But um, a lot of people in the comments saying they go to Coyotes games alone. And the, and you and it's up also if you're going, especially a sporting event, because you're all there for the same purpose. You're there to you know cheer on a team. So it's much easier to connect with people. You already have a common thing. And baseball has such a reputation of people. Like, I know I'm only 24 years old, but there's always, like, old people that have, like, the game on the radio in their ear watching the game. Right. I might keep score. No, you, yeah, there's you, the people, do, do you there's keep the score? people who okay. have no, their No, I've done sheets. it once or twice. It's a lot more difficult than you really? might think. Like, it is. It's, it's, not, it's not a very super – because you have to be super invested in the game, and all of a sudden you're, like – you look away for one second, and there's a guy walking back to the dugout, and you're, like, oh, my God, what just happened? Right. And now the whole scoring thing – and then, God forbid, there's a substitution, and then it just gets messy. 
Yeah, I don't watch baseball for that reason. I definitely don't want to keep score because I definitely don't want to be invested in the game. <laughs> but betting is a great way to keep yourself invested in the game. Yes, it definitely is. So if you want to bet, if you want to tail Sean's bet, if you want to be invested in baseball, or you can just be invested in anything else, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details okay we have oh and look sc in the chat i'm one of those old people i listen to games rather than watch and when i go in person i keep score it's okay i have a good friend who keeps score she does it for every game that's fun it's yeah, fun it's, fun. it's like it's, it, your thing. it's it's really interesting to just kind of like be invested in the game in that way because i think it's really the only sport where you have the opportunity to do that because everything the way you score any other kind of sport is so slowly you mean yeah exactly which is also my theory for why baseball has the best all-star game because the the gap between like when you're playing football and you're playing a real game you have to try so hard and it's such like it's such still fast paced and so athletic baseball not so much so when you're going to an (laughs) all-star game the gap between what you do to like not take the game seriously and what you do to go to compete at the highest level is not as big. So when they play an all-star game and they're not trying that hard, it kind of looks like the actual product anyways. So that's why baseball's <laughs> all-star is game Sean's is the best. Hot take right this here. is just turned that's, into like I, Sean's baseball soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nine minutes of action per game. You know, <laughs> this is now going to be used for Sean talking about baseball as Uh-oh. well. Um, okay. David's on his way with the hot dogs, but we with have a few. Hamburgers. Cheeseburgers. Oh, I, what, I said hot dogs. Wow, we got We're hot talking dogs about hot dogs. I, I'm still having a hard time envisioning just, you eating nine hot dogs. I don't think that's going to go They well are smaller. You. At are you, they, well, they're like the little they're tiny not, ones. I'm not, not getting like yeah. full-size hot dogs. I'm getting like the $2 value dogs. Value I, dogs, okay. Yeah. You put stuff on them though? Is it, uh, do you have a lot of toppings? Uh, these ones, maybe not because to- I have to have something on a hot dog. Eating a straight hot dog and bread is disgusting agreed, in my opinion. Agreed. Um, but the thing is, is that D- the D-Max Stadium has a tendency to run out of stuff sometimes. Um, so I- I'm going to try and put probably just ketchup and mustard Please on them. Because live tweet this. Oh, like- are you kidding me? That was a plan. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> you have to buy them ahead of time then. Just like, yeah, bring yeah. cool. I'll give you my cooler so you can keep them warm. <laughs> I, uh, I, I plan on, I, I plan on getting like oh, that's right. four at a time. I'll probably get four to start. But the problem is the, the debate I'm having is whether or not I want to just eat nine hot dogs during the course of the game or if I actually have to spread them out to one per inning. So what will you do if it goes extras? Oh, God. Well, at that point, they probably won't be selling hot dogs anymore, so I won't have much of a choice. Um, but if, if it goes to extras, I'll, I'll I'll carry it over to the next D-backs game. I'll eat 10 at the next one. We'll see. I'm literally just like, I, I was ready to steer us, and then I accidentally <laughs> said maybe, hot dog and maybe, <laughs> maybe extras. Maybe extras, I'll just do like half a hot dog because it's like the runner starts on second. I'm already kind of halfway there. Um, we'll see. Uh, okay. For our viewers, this is called filler while we wait for the no, burgers to arrive. No, we have other things to talk about. <laughs> you guys just keep going on and I on. Know. Um, okay. Well, now we're in the lighthearted zone. So let's just do something real lighthearted. Um, we got an email from Yorver Arena today. <laughs> Please pull this up. Oh, so this boy. is from... Meanwhile in Glendale. Meanwhile in Glendale, <laughs> the professional bull riders special offer. Happy National Day of the Cowboy. Celebrate the National Day of the Cowboy by securing <laughs> your tickets to professional bull riders on October 14th, 16th. Take up to 30% off tickets now through July 23rd using the code COWBOY. I'm just saying, if you want to claim a day as your event, you better get on it soon because it feels like every damn day on the calendar has been claimed by something. National Day of the Cowboy? Is that a thing? 
Does that really well, exist? Well, when I wake up on National Day of the Cowboy, I think to myself, you know what I really feel like doing? Going to a professional <laughs> bull riders All right. uh, event in you, Glendale. You're going to be surprised here, but I'm actually going to defend bull riding. Okay, no, I've seen bull riding. I've been you're to You're Canadian. Rodeos. I would hope you've, yeah, I've you've been, been to, to the, rodeos. I've been to the Stampede multiple times. You have. Okay. Yeah. yeah and it's cool, right? No, it's cool. But I'm really not into the other events at the rodeo. I'm really not that into them. But when it comes to bull riding... <laughs> Also, the rumors we're talking about bull riding. <laughs> the Peach and Coyotes I don't remember podcast. this on the content list. <laughs> bull oh, riding's man. cool, and it's crazy. These those those people are nuts. no, they're nuts. They're really they're really I, cool. I remember doing a story on bull riders, just talking about their various injuries and stuff like having the entire calf muscle ripped off oh. by a hook. It's insane. Saul's going to sit down. Are we <laughs> going to a, a, a three person shot here now? <laughs> I guess so. Saul Bogan's in the house. I once wrote an article in journalism school on rodeo clowns they're the ones who distract the bulls right right right. yeah so i've i've you know i've dabbled in rodeo okay well we're welcoming in oh, hey. saul bookman onto the show Hello. friday we're just completely this is my coyotes debut are you here because we're taste testing burgers i didn't even know you were doing in like that. five minutes well, this is a happy... them very easily they should this be here soon you this really a... arrived at the perfect time this is a happy coincidence yeah. completely happy yeah. yeah well welcome to the show this is saul. awesome this is we're talking awesome. about how glendale and Gila River Arena is promoting bull riding and you can get 30% off using the code cowboy because no one has anything better to do with a weekend of October 14th to 16th. I don't know, NBA, NHL, <laughs> oh, <laughs> NFL, yeah. college hockey. Yeah, I, could, I can name a few things, but uh, listen, you got to fill the gap somehow, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> really, that's the plan. <laughs> I mean, San Antonio literally has like rodeo week where they take so Tucson. It's like for like two straight weeks. The Spurs can't even play at home because of it. See, that's, that's like, nuts. That's like pretty the NBA team out. Yeah, so they always have the rodeo road trip every time. That's awesome. That. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's like the gem show road trip. For thing the thing is, road if you runners. look at Gila River's calendar for the final six months of this year, yeah, I love not too many dates filled. Buddy. You know what I love is the fact that they were like, "Well, we're going to be just like Inglewood and um, the Forum in the Forum," and I'm like, "Bro, first of all, you're not." You're not in California. You're not in L.A. I'm mean, missing like 20 million people. You're not in a convenient location. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You're not in like a, a nice popular city at all. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Ooh, some of the comments are disturbing about bull riding injuries okay. that I'm not going to get to. <laughs> would you ever get would you ever get in a bull? I would get on a mechanical bull. No. Would you ever get on a real bull? No. My would dad. You, my would dad you ever has... go to the running of the bulls? Yes. Oh, you really? Would. You'd run in Pamplona. You risk getting gored. No, I wouldn't. Be there. Oh, I would, you would, no, no, I'd no, like no, stand no, on no, a no. balcony, like. Oh, okay. No, you gotta be in it. Yeah, no. it, you wouldn't just like even if for just like would fifty yards. Hell yeah, you I would. would run with the bulls, dude. I would be. I, have you ever ran because of fear? Like, there's nothing <laughs> like that. Hey, you don't have to be. You don't have to be <laughs> fast. You just have to be faster than the person behind you. That's true. That's exactly. True. Of course. Oh you know, talk about the guy going in for hip surgery in six days. That's so. it. Craig's on his I don't have to outrun the bull. I just have to outrun Craig. I'm good. Jesus. <laughs> See, now we should have like we should set a goal now. Like if if PHNX Coyotes gets to five thousand followers, oh god, we're all springing for Saul to go to Pamplona to run with the bulls. Oh my god, <laughs> we'll send Jane. It might be the last time to, you guys ever see me. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've never seen a no shit face like my oh shit face. I <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh off the rails um so david is parking with our burgers let's go so we do have one other talk uh hockey 
topic, and I don't. You can probably speak to it, Saul, because you followed the NHL playoffs. Nazem Kadri still hasn't signed. He's an NHL free agent. I thought he'd be one of the first to sign, at least during the week of free agency. He has not signed yet, and I don't know what this means. I don't know if he's not getting the offers he wanted. I don't know if he's going to try to go back to Colorado, and Colorado is working out how they can fit him in the roster. Is that what you think? That makes my sense. It makes too much sense. It makes too much sense. That's that he loves him. I don't know why he would even, like... I mean, you want a cup there. Like, if if they can find a way to bring you back... I gotta believe that's what's going on here. That's he made why such it's a difference so for them during the yeah. playoffs. Like it's the best second line center in the game, get, you have to bring him back. Yeah, you have to. And, and I think he was a perfect fit there. I think he really liked playing there. I mean, he came from Toronto, where he had a lot of issues um, from the media, the team, and all of that stuff. So I think Colorado is the perfect fit for him. I hope they can make it work there. And I don't know, he might take less money. I mean, he can make he can literally go to a team like Seattle and make so much money, but. I don't know. At that point, you're already a millionaire. Just like yeah, take a small pay cut. Yeah, and a part of you could win a team again. That wins multiple yeah. cups. That's they're man, still that's, contenders. You think that's what most players like? Just talking about Johnny Gaudreau going to Columbus. Like, do you want to win? For most le- players, well, he went to Columbus place. for less money. That's what makes it because yeah. it's like if he went to Columbus for more money, you can say okay, he took more money. But I think most players look at it from a perspective: is will the money outweigh? how happy I will be in said city, right? Like, there's factors. Like, if somebody came to the Coyotes, you know you're going to lose a lot of games, right? Yeah. Um, at, at least for right now. Um, and so, you know, is that going to deter your happiness in any way, shape, or form to the point where you're just miserable all the time? Yeah, but you're but also you living in Scottsdale, it, Arizona during it, December. Exactly. So there's, so there's like, the, you know, the, the payoff here and there. So I, I don't know. I don't. It's always interesting to me when I see athletes try to figure out what their value is in terms of personally, you know, yeah. like what do I value? And then when the money gets thrown in, how much more do you really value it? And that's the offsetter. And then the other factor that comes into play that I don't think people look at enough is what about your family? Like we, we know that played into the Gaudreau situation, yeah. right? It matters a lot. You, you you got somebody else that you're making decisions for, whether it's kids or, or significant other, whatever it is. That's a major part of decision making for people in their jobs, even even professional athletes. Yep, absolutely. So Kadri Watch is still a go. Yeah, it's crazy that he's still out there. I, it's, I mean, it's he's one of the biggest names on the market, and he's still available. I know. I'm sure he's gotten an offer, but he just hasn't gotten the right offer. Yeah, so. maybe. Well, it's and it's interesting too with the flat cap. I don't think it's a normal free agency, and what no. people could possibly be offered. So it's an it's an interesting one for sure. Yeah, I just this whole narrative of Canadian players leaving to go to America. Though, I'm telling you, and there's something to it, and and people won't come out and say this, but the way that COVID impacted Canada versus how it impacted the U.S., it was miserable to be in Canada during COVID. And I know Alan Walsh says the taxes don't matter that much. Well, he, actually, he does say some some other people say taxes don't matter that much because the taxes are much higher in Canada, but. I mean, it's, it's, it's a factor. So what you're saying is Austin Matthew. No, I'm just Oh, we've already no, said that on the show just, this episode. We've already said it. So go ahead and say We've it. already I said mean, it. I don't think it's crazy. I know people in Toronto think it's crazy. Well, there's some that are terrified it's going to happen, like Steve Dangle. He's afraid <laughs> it's going to happen, but Steve Dangle's afraid of everything. Yeah. He's afraid of his own shadow. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's out of the question. And I, I'm not just saying that off the cuff. I will say this as a lifelong Arizona sports fan. Um, and you know, I haven't been the, the, the biggest hockey fan in the world. I've followed it, you know, and, and I, since being involved with the Coyotes through Bally Sports Arizona, I've obviously paid attention to it way more than ever before. Um, so now I'm a huge fan of it. 
I don't think there is a single player, Charles Barkley, Steve Nash included, that if if he made the move to the Valley, would have ha, have the impact that Austin Matthews would have coming Holy out of the Cowboys. Oh, man. Yeah. Mexican-American. Just there's so many reasons yeah. why he is the perfect, perfect player. For the um, before we get to the, the and, big thing, before we get to the big Smash thing, um, wow. Karen did just break this news, yes. a little NHL news. Line uh, Patrick Line just signed a four-year, $34.8 million contract extension with the Columbus Blue, Blue yeah. Jackets, 8.7 AAB. That, that was expected. So maybe he can recapture some of his former... Magic on a line with, with, with Johnny Gaudreau, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, well, our burgers did just arrive, but before <laughs> we eat them, we like should we get some four peaks in here to eat our burgers? To, oh, to wash well, some of us can. Oh yeah. But, would you yeah. like a four peaks? I, I would love a sip of your tasty beverage to wash <laughs> this down. <laughs> to wash this down, David. You just surprise, just, just surprise us. Right. I want right. one too, David. All right, so we're gonna drink some four peaks as we eat our burgers. Um, be this is sure a taste test. it is a taste test, and we hope that you'll join us on Wednesday as well. We'll be at Four Peaks on Eighth Street all day long on Wednesday, July twenty seventh. All of the PHNX shows will be live. <laughs> Just crinkling that in the mic. <laughs> we'll be live at eleven, so we hope you'll join us at Four Peaks. It's going to be a blast. Um, and also, if you haven't already, you can enter our Toast of the Month sweepstakes at gophnx.com. You can win a gift card to Four Peaks, a shirt from the locker. Thank you so much. Right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Taunt me. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you must be 21 or older to drink and enjoy responsibly. Love that sound. You know, oh. it's 11.45 a.m. and I'm cracking a beer. That's how we do it. But that's 11.45 a.m. on a Friday. On a Let's Friday. Go. On a Friday. Cheers. Cheers. Thank Cheers you to your debut to, on the Coyotes show. To crash the show. Coyotes pod. Cheers. Pretty good timing. It's pretty good timing with the burgers in the house. So, and and one more thing, burger. one more thing before we do the burgers, we actually have a new sponsor that I'm really excited to talk about. Um, so, Foco, if you haven't heard of it, um, we're partnering with the leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. Foco has got you covered with the best Arizona merchandise, and they have officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids. Everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. Crocs are back in apparently. So. I hope not. Just saying. Um, head on over to. You haven't seen the Yeezy Crocs yet. <laughs> I love. I have two pairs of Crocs. I love them. They are very practical. I will say. Um, head on over to Foca. That's F O C O dot com, or click the link below in the description for all non presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for ten percent off. Wow. All right. So I'm going quarters here. Am I? Am I? Am I? I'm not stealing Sean's piece, am I? No, no I'm gonna go okay. quarters here. Sweet. David, first of all, David thank you so lunch. much. There's like two extra burgers here, David. So I assume these are your lunch, or no. did you? No. I got two for. I got two for each person. I thought you guys were full peaks. That's okay. That's all good. All it's right. all good. I appreciate it. Well, David, thank serious, you so. We were thanks. we were explaining to everyone that this is not usually how we treat our interns. The real MVP right here. Seriously. David David does do a lot of uh, you know, production and writing. I am oh, David, missing a plate though, so you might have to eat off a. David napkin. also covers the Rattlers. Yes. For those of you who don't know, yeah. uh, and the Rattlers are actually playing on Sunday in the first round of the playoffs, so you should check that Interesting. out. Interesting. Okay, well, so which one is this? This is Smash Burger, which might be slightly colder because I brought it in on my way in. So. Eh, it's fine. I also have, I have a whole bottle of ketchup yes, if you would you like do. to put ketchup on your awesome. burger. All right, we got to get Sean his burger, so. I'm gonna hand you that. We're gonna Sean, do, a do taste you want ketchup first. Or no? Yes, please. I, I would appreciate ketchup. Okay. 
If you're listening on audio, I just recommend going over to the YouTube yeah, channel you right now. Yeah, you gotta watch this one on YouTube. Peach, Peach Next Words on YouTube. You got that? Yeah, I'm going to put ketchup, though. Yeah, I know you So, are. again, apologies to our audio listeners. If so, you have misophonia, It's not really a off. grilled burger, Leah, but sort of grilled, just, I guess. So, you know. I'm not even going to open it. I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> All right. Smash burger. Well, Let's I need, go. I need, I need my ketchups first. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. Are we going to eat it all at the same time? I think we should. Yeah. We should okay. all bite into it at the same time. Sure. Let me know when you're ready here. All right. <laughs> gotta get closer to my mic here. I right. love how right. literally the one day you, you decided to join we're eating. Smash burger. Yeah. Show you right, it's fantastic. Clip. The timing is awesome. Mm. Okay. That's a tasty burger right there. Mm-hmm. That's good. It is. A we tasty got. Burger. By the way, this is just double cheeseburgers. It's just the the patty and cheese and nothing else. So, eat level playing fields for everyone. Mm-hmm. Are you in here because you want to get a burger? Okay. Shane just sat down. There's like seven people in this room right now. All of a sudden. That's a pretty solid burger. That's good. That's a pretty solid burger. I the, 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 hey man, you really gotta watch your words when you're, you're talking about meat. But <laughs> we um, already we already talk, we were already we talking about meat. Don't about one meat. word that I know was on your lips. The flavor on this beef <laughs> is <laughs> is is pretty pretty spot on. I think I, I definitely found that pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, the, the, the lead into it made it way more suspect than it needed to be. <laughs> this is true. Okay, should we do... I don't want to eat the whole thing because I don't want to get too full. Okay. okay. What were you thinking about Smash Burger? I liked it. What do you like about it? It just tastes good. It's just two a, words, Leah. <laughs> the, the bread is good. The bun is good. I the, like the bun. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Saul. Like, there's seasoning in in the There patty. is, right? There's a, a distinct flavor to there this There are sometimes you eat a burger you and you're just like, yeah. this is just food that right. is filling my stomach. Considering like, the fact that it's been in your... <laughs> bag for like an hour yeah this is a really delicious burger. i did have it in a cooler trying to keep it warm yeah that, that's also that my good. first time ever having smash burger i have really high i have very well no i just don't want it and out and, i just don't want to eat the whole thing and get already. full before i eat the bites of everything else you're telling me that a quarter of a burger can fill you, you up? You guys, I get <laughs> full so fast. Nine hot dogs. Tonight. Yeah, no, I'm not that. I'm not on that level. Okay, what's next? Josh Shake Shack. Hunt, Josh Hunt in the chat. Yeah. yeah, the meat in between those buns are super juicy. <laughs> Smash the like button for not suspect meat. <laughs> this is the quality content you get only at PHNX. Oh no! By the way, I think we've eaten more on our show yeah. than any show on this network. Hot dogs, hamburgers. All right. Waffles with trash. This is we've, we've, we've never eaten anything this one. on our show. Really? You guys are we've, missing out. The only thing we've eaten on our show. There's the seventh person in the room. The only <laughs> thing we've eaten on our show was uh, on the Fire Sun cup. show is the um, I had this baby bottle peach oh, yes, yogurt solution. Oh, yes. I was producing that yeah, show. Yeah. Th- that was delicious. <laughs> baby bottle peach All right, DePaz, I need your plate again. Solution. And Sun Devil need... still has the record for the wildest thing eaten. We have, a, I guess, the top two. We have the, the atomic wings and, and the... And Sean, I'm going to need that ketchup back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. This is Shake Shack. Shake okay. Shack is... We'll see. Ooh, <laughs> we'll see. hot oh, taste. Pre-judgment. Uh, pre-judge- Shake Shack is was my early favorite to win Thank this. You. Just had Shake Shack in New York. It's better over there, first off. Secondly... <laughs> It's from New York. The, it's the from New York. Different. Well, yeah, but it's from New York. New Yorkers. What well, In-N-Out's good. better out here? Shake Shack's better on the East Coast. Dunkin's better In-N-Out's on the East Coast. better here. There's only In-N-Out on the West Coast. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like there, <laughs> but it's 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 better where it started. I'm Sean, and I'm from the East Coast. So, uh, I what's it called? <laughs> Tim Hortons is better in Canada than it is America. It's just how it is. All right. All right. Are you ready? Right. What is Shake this again? Shack. This is Shake Shack. Shack. All right. 
Oh, that is juicy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good burger. Mm-hmm. Not good. That's a good burger. Yeah. <laughs> that is a that is a tasty burger right here. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, can I just say something that might be a hot take? Like they taste the same to me. No. <laughs> the only difference. Different flavor the only difference burger. is that the smash burger. Or not the smash burger, but uh, this one. What is this? Shake Shack has a crisp uh, on the top of the burger because mm-hmm. they of uh, the flat iron, the, mm-hmm. and I can taste it. It's a little crunchy, and that's it's good. It's money. It's good. Um, I kind of like the bread better on the smash burger, though. Yeah, it's so not to get real salt with it, but the meat tastes better. Yeah. Um, at Shake Shack I, or on, on smash burger, if it's just just the patty, but I think as a whole burger, Shake Shack's better. Okay. I would say we the do smash be burger. smashing meat. Smashburger had the seasoning. I don't know even know what the seasoning is. That was good. But it was like a little grainier, the uh, the burger. Josh said, I I'm remember Shake Shack being mid in D.C. So there you go. That's why you got to go to New York City and get it so where it started. We didn't have time to get Five Guys, which I'm a big fan of, by the way. So we may have to reprise this some other time. Caleb is upset. So I'm going to finish this whole thing, okay? Just for you. Because you're not finishing your burger? Yeah. Is that Okay. Sorry, Caleb. <laughs> also, I'm curious... What everyone's favorite burger joint is in the chat, so let There's us know. Dozen Island spread, if you want it, in the In-N-Out bag. There's not as like the side. Okay. Like, you have to have that. There's Thousand Island that. spread but in the In-N-Out bag. This is so. This is my thing with In-N-Out is that by itself, if it wasn't for like the spread and all that stuff, In-N-Out is incredibly mid. But you add it, you wait, add wait, the it would be what mid, mid. But you add like the the you get it animal style. Then it's good. The fries are good if you have them fresh, but they get bad real quick. Okay, now that I just ate the Shake Shack and then I went back and ate the Smash Burger, I like the Shake Shack better. Yep. Mm. Okay. See? Shake it's a Shack good thing a I left burger. a little on my plate. There's a little bit of an aftertaste with Shake Shack that I'm not really feeling at all. Mm. I, don't like, <laughs> I don't like this this meat residue that they has all over my gums right now. What? Why is uh, this show uh, like before we even like. did this? It's just I'm it's, scared a, to see it's the, not even noon yet. I'm scared to see the time go down. This First show. of all, just by appearance, thank you. Uh, the meat to bun ratio is significantly less. Thank you. Than the other two. One of my main issues with and is this a double? This, this is, is a double, double, right? This is a this double. Is a double. But the bun is super soft. The top patty is like as yeah, thick so as the meat is. I love my fingerprints in it. Can I get the ketchup, please, David? All right, in and out. Let's go. Sorry, Sean. We didn't wait for you. No, it's fine. I, I, I'm such is life. <laughs> Craig, you washed your hands, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. Okay. I have hand sanitizer over here. So definitely the ratio is different. Also, man, the cheese really stands out on this. As um, it just is, I can taste it a lot more than than the other one. The other one, the first thing I tasted was the meat and how seasoned it was. I can I can barely even taste the seasoning on the, this meat. This is not even close. Like this is not even on no. the same level as the other two, in my opinion. No, In and Out just got mollywopped by the other two for sure. But I, I, I don't feel like this is really fair because like I feel like In and Out is more on McDonald's lane than it is Shake Craig Shack. Craig disagrees. We talked about no. this before the show. Because no, when, when you look at fast casual rank uh, category, it's in that category. They put it in the same category as Shake Shack and Five Guys. Mm-hmm. But it's not. I get that, but I feel like it's. I feel like it's in a lane of its own. But I feel like it's closer to a McDonald's and it's a Shake Shack. Well, I mean, in in terms of whether it's good, I agree with that. <laughs> I'm not a big In and Out fan. I think it's dry too. I think their burgers are dry and flavorless. I was just thinking that it does taste really dry. That last bite, it I had. feels like a, a grilled cheese. 
It's what it tastes like. It tastes like a grilled cheese with a little bit of meat inside. Yeah. No, I'm sorry we don't have Five Guys to uh, throw. Are you guys Five Guys fans? I love Five Guys. Yeah, me right. too. Great shakes. Get the blueberry. Five Guys is too messy. It is messy. That's fair. But that I just like how fair. much you can customize it. Get the blueberry um, blueberry malt shake. It tastes like blueberry cobbler. It's just it's amazing. They have great shakes. So what do we decide for th these three burgers? Are we all on Shake Shack? Oh, wait. Have any of y'all, what y'all know about Freddy's? Have any of y'all had Freddy's oh, steak burgers? Freddy's is a Elite. million times. It is so good. Awesome. Where's Freddy's? Uh, it's uh, like a, it's around. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's one in uh, Gilbert. Is there? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right off of Ray Road in Gilbert. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, well, so what did we decide? Shake Shack? I'm a smash burger guy. I like the smash burger flavor better than I did like the okay. Shake Shack, but it's very close. Yeah, I think that those two are interchangeable yeah. for me, but they blow in and out of the water. Agree. Yeah, I'd agree with that. My, my favorite was the Shake Shack burger, but smash burger was pretty close because I like the seasoning of the meat. Yeah. This is something Caleb makes a point would, would be hard to expense $3,000 for six burgers on the show from Five Guys. The price is definitely a factor, which is what makes mm -hmm. In-N-Out good. It's how cheap it is. But, five Guys is super expensive. But just like you were talking about, sometimes with Five Guys, it's all the extras that you can put on it. So, I mean, they have like a list of like 400 ingredients. Yep. That you yeah, can I, get plus, it all, I get it all the way with all the stuff. Plus, you can get your uh, fries Cajun. Yes, that's exactly. what I was about to say. The Cajun you fries. bag of Cajun fries. Yes. Elite. The fries, the, mm -hmm. the, the portions at Five Guys is elite because they just they hook you up. They give you a cup and then another one and they just throw it in the bag. In and out fries, not even worth buying. Well, we might have to do yeah, a part two of this where we get Five Guys and, and maybe we'll try Freddy's. Freddy's. Yeah. Send David out to Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> thank Buddy, you, David. Thank you. Seriously, and, thank and, you for doing and, that. Uh, sorry to have to wrap this up, but we do have to clear the room. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the kind of content you get at PHNX. Um, not just hockey content, some baseball, burgers, whatever, all of it. So be sure to become a member. Join our family at gophnx.com. Sign up for an annual membership. You can get a free shirt from the locker like Saul and I are wearing. Um, and you also get access to our members-only Discord, access to all of the phenomenal writing and video content behind the paywall. So become a member, join our family. It's it's a it's a great deal. So we appreciate everybody so much for watching. Seriously, thank you. Like the video if you haven't already. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast as well. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms and follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. Go get a burger. For your, I'm gonna finish this. Maybe I promise. Maybe attend a, a baseball game by yourself. Yep, attend a Eight, if you're if you're going to the D backs game tonight, find Sean by himself and cheers <laughs> your drink to him. How sad is that? <laughs> Come on, I'm doing it on purpose. All right, thanks so much, everyone, for watching. We'll see you next week.